Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Game gets back on today, this afternoon, at the Adelaide Oval. It's a bit of a pity that all this is blown up, but hey, that's the world of cricket at the moment and kind of uh, thrives on drama at the moment as well. Simon Kadic will be there, of course, for the entire test. Um, let's see how long this one goes for SEN as well. Cat's on the line. Good morning, mate. Good morning, Matt. Uh, another day, another drama in the world of cricket. What did you think when you when you woke up or you saw it a little bit late last night about Davey Warner's comments? Yeah, obviously, like most people, I got a huge shock. Um, I mean, I, I didn't realise uh, that was when the appeal was happening and well, the potential meeting for the appeal was happening. And, uh, yeah, and then to get bits and pieces um, about it all last night at dinner when I arrived into Adelaide. Um, yeah, it came as a huge shock. So I'm still probably trying to digest it all and, and figure out what's happened. But I guess we'll obviously start to hear both sides of the story in the, the uh, coming days. Yeah, and look, we're, we're going to debate the pros and cons of this, obviously, with my listeners. And I don't want to drag you into that debate because most of those have been debated. But what I will ask you, mate, is when you have a current player who puts out something as explosive as this, it's going to be the talk of the dressing room, isn't it? So can you take me inside of the inner sanctum because I can't think of something as big as this blowing up from a current day player. Does does it change anything the way that they all get together this morning? I mean, will there be a different dynamic? Oh, I would have thought that, given um, you know, given what it's involved, you know, trying to drag back up what happened in Cape Town back in 2017, and the fact that a lot of that group were involved in that Test match. There's obviously a few new faces in this Test squad, but the majority of players were involved um, there when it all went down. So. I dare say there'll be a lot of the players getting around uh, Davey to, to sort of offer support and, and to probably feel for him, given that, you know, this is probably what's brought it about, judging by the, you know, the statement that's been made. You know, he didn't want to put he or his family um, or all the rest of the Australian team back through this sort of whole, um, you know, investigation. Not investigation, it's probably the wrong word, but, yeah, just this whole process. So... Um, yeah, given there's a test match starting today, it's, it's the last thing on their minds. But, um, yeah, it's going to be hard for them to, to you know, not be distracted by this, given that um, there's so much interest in what went down yesterday. In your experience, is it better off just, you know, Andrew McDonald just addressing the group, let's get on with it, let's deal with it right now and move on? Is that the best way, do you reckon, to do it? Yeah, I think you have to. Otherwise, there's the elephant in the room and potentially conversations going on, which distracts them all from the job at hand today. I mean, they've got a another important test. I mean, every test now with this World Test Championship cycle is important because um, obviously Australia want to qualify and they've got a big series coming up against South Africa who's sitting second at the moment. So they won't want to be knocked off that top perch um, with a slip up here against the West Indies in Adelaide, who I thought showed a lot of fight in Perth and... Um, deserve a fair bit of credit. They they were undermanned with the ball. There's no doubt they just didn't have the firepower to match the Australian batting lineup in Perth. But what they did do was fight very hard with the bat, and their skipper deserves a lot of credit for that, for the way he went about it in that uh, both innings. A hundred percent. Their resilience, I think, um, certainly garnered a lot of support, I reckon, and earned them a lot of fans 
um, that perhaps they didn't have coming into this series with, with not a lot known about this West Indian team. So it's going to be exciting to see what they front up with this time around under lights with the swimming, swinging pink ball. We thought the biggest story coming in, Cap, was going to be Paddy Cummins slash Scott Boland, perhaps Lance Morris, maybe Michael Nisa. All that's been overshadowed. But, gee, it's good to see Scotty Boland back in the baggy green. Yeah, he thoroughly deserves it. Obviously, uh, Pat Cummins didn't look great the other day in that second innings in Perth. When he was out in the field, he looked pretty ginger. So it hasn't really come as a shock to see him miss out in his test. He's too valuable a member of his team, not only with you know being number one in the world with his bowling, and he was brilliant in Perth, but also his leadership. So I think there's no way Australia could have risked him with what's coming up. It's not just these tests this summer, but also the, the big series in India, four tests and, and you know five Ashes tests on the back of potentially a World Test Championship final in, in June in England. So, yeah, Boland deserves his chance. Uh, he grabbed it last year, was outstanding. I think these conditions here in Adelaide should suit his bowling because he attacks the stumps, he bowls a fuller length, and we know that there's times in this uh, test match where the pink ball does move around So and he hits the seam. So if there's anything on offer, whether it's today or later in this test, I'm sure that uh, you know he'll he'll try and f- present that seam and find it. So thoroughly deserves his chance. Great to see young Lance Morris uh, into the squad as well. I think he's had a magnificent season for WA. He's a special talent and his time will come. And Nisa deserves to be recognised as well. He's been excellent for Queensland over a number of years So uh, and played here in the test last year in the Ashes test. So. I saw some vision uh, late yesterday of Lance Morris in the nets, and I think it was Cameron Green copped a couple that, that whizzed past him. And I, it was Barat who was filming, as he always does. He was behind the nets there. And I think Cam Green in the end said, yeah, yeah mate, I've had enough. <laughs> did you ever get to a How many times in your career did you get to a stage in the nets where somebody with a thunderbolt like that was coming at you and you went, nah, it's, it's, it's not worth it, I'm going to move on? Well, thankfully, I was good mates with Brett Lee, so he used to look yeah. up. Uh, but then in the latter part of my career, when I was a bit older and the reflexes slowed, uh, guys like Mitchell Johnson and Pete Siddle and these guys would bowl probably you know, back foot on the front line, so they were well over with a new ball, and uh, that was when it started to get challenging. So um, there was a little bit more protective equipment worn in the nets, just purely for self-preservation rather than uh, any worry about um, yeah, injury. So how do you think it unfolds today? Uh, whoever wins the toss, what do you do knowing the lights are going to switch on later on? Yeah, look, I haven't seen the, the wicket just yet, but I think, I mean, generally teams here will bat first. Uh, it is a good, a brilliant test wicket here. There's something in it for everyone. Obviously, Nathan Lyons bowled well here in the past, and he's, uh, he's zoning in on, on Shane, Shane Warne's record here at this Oval. So... I think, uh, yeah, whoever wins will bat. I think both teams wanted to do that in person. And obviously Australia got the got the rub of the green there. But um, it is cloudy at the moment. So, you know, it, it's probably a cooler day today. And then I think it warms up a bit tomorrow and, and potentially Saturday, Saturday's over 30. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, it might be the not the worst toss to lose if it is cloudy and overcast throughout the day. But, yeah, generally you want to get runs on the board here. Good on you, Kat. Thank you, mate. Enjoy the test today. We'll be tuning in uh, on our SEN test cricket commentary and, of course, catch you on Channel 7 as well. Have a good one. My pleasure. Former Australian player Simon Kadich joining us there with some interesting thoughts around that. Yeah, so Scotty Bolham comes in his fourth test, as we know, that incredible debut. His average is 9.55, and I, I saw something in the paper this morning that even if he has an incredible day out, right, if he gets five for 50, 
his current average would end up being worse than what it is. If he goes out and gets a Pfeiffer, his average, which is the lowest in history at the moment from any player with more than 15 wickets, 9.55. It's awesome to have him back in the squad and he will be a real showpiece. And I've got to say, after all of the stuff that we're talking about this morning, and I'm happy to keep talking about it, I know some of you aren't, but it's the biggest story in Australian cricket. It'll be great when they get out there this afternoon. The pink ball is in the hands perhaps of Mitchell Stark or perhaps Davey Warner and Usman Khawaja go out first. I mean, there's interest galore. There's something very, very special about the day-night test, the Adelaide Oval itself, and the pink ball aspect to it, and the resilience of the West Indies. Let's see what type of fight they can put up this time around. 0457 736 736. James says, Tommy, get Matt some chill pills. He's arcing up big time. Thank you, James. Uh, Tommy will look after me. No problems. We can have some fun along the way. No dramas. one 1170 Back after this.